This is Jessica and Sadie. We're your hosts of the Amazing Rewatch podcast. Today we're talking about season two, episode nine, and the original air date was May first, twenty twenty. No, two. I wrote down May first, twenty twenty three, because we are in twenty twenty three. It's May first, two thousand two. Yeah. So at the beginning of the episode, we have Chris and Alex. They departed at three thirty five a.m. And their route info says to fly to Queensland, New Zealand, and find Wentworth Station near Victoria Bridge. And so here we are again trying to get to another country. Mm-hmm. And they have to ride this thing. They refer to it as a road train, which is like a semi, a semi. pulling a couple of trailers behind it so they have to drive their car up onto that trailer and take that to that the town because like where we left off in the last episode they're like in the middle of nowhere yeah in the middle of australia in the outback and so to get to an airport we have some traveling to do but why couldn't they just drive their car themselves i'm why did they have to load it onto a truck and have the truck take the car and then they drive the car i don't know what I was thinking is just they, like, have stricter rules this season that they can't drive at night, maybe, because mm-hmm. there was that one episode in Namibia, I think. I w- Namibia. <laughs> Namibia. <laughs> they had to switch drivers when it got dark, because... Maybe. And so maybe this season they just have well, stricter rules. Well, Phil did say that there's a lot of wildlife in that area, so maybe mm-hmm. just to be careful. Not yeah kill any animals or the animals kill you Mm -hmm. so what they need to do is get to the town called glendombo to just a small airstrip and take that charter flight to adelaide and then (laughs) use that commercial airport to get to new zealand yes (laughs) so we have a lot of traveling to do this episode and chris i think it was chris reading the clue he read it so slowly oh i know and like the anticipation of where, are we Where going? they were going, I, it was killing me. Yeah. <laughs> what time did they leave? 3.35 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then the next teams all left pretty close together at 5.01. That was Blake and Paige. Tara and Will left at 5.06. And Danny and Oswald left at 5.09. Yeah. And they said that this is about a three and a half hour ride in that on that road train or, you know, that semi to Glendombo. Oh, Danny and Oswald as they were leaving they're like we're just not as aggressive and we did so they are saying the same things that we've been saying all Mm -hmm. along that they're not as competitive but they don't seem to they don't want to just give up yeah but they are not as yeah aggressive or but they kind of it's almost like they don't care if they're in the finals Mm -hmm. like they care like they Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's hard to describe it Mm -hmm. they're kind of just in it for the ride and as far as they get is where they get and it was a great experience and if they don't make it to the finals it's fine but if they do then that's great so Mm -hmm. oh like for example (laughs) when they were trying to get their cars loaded onto the semis everybody's like helping the the driver you know pull the ramps down or buckle things in or strap things yeah. down or like what can and they're like running around like crazy they're not actually being helpful i don't think they're kind of just running around like crazy <laughs> and danny and oswald are like is there anything we can help you with and they're just kind of standing back and i mean they're not being 
rude or anything. They offered to help, but everybody's like, hurry, hurry, pull this out, blah, 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 blah. And they're just kind of like, you know, step back. So it's just, I, that's a huge difference. Because mm-hmm. Blake and Paige and Will and Tara are just freaking out and trying to go as fast as possible and rushing and getting in people's way. And they're not. <laughs> when they get to the airstrip in that small town in Australia, they find out they have two charter flights that will take them to Adelaide. So there's one at 10.30 and one at 11.15. They're not very far apart. They have to make their own arrangements from Adelaide to Queenstown. So they show up to this airstrip and Chris and Alex use the payphone at this like little gas station near, near the airstrip. And there doesn't seem to be any flights that get them in that day. Mm-hmm. So they're not in a rush to get to the airstrip because they are like, oh, we're just going to sit in the airport so all the other teams show up yeah will and tara show up and they like go talk to chris and i think it was tara that was like we gotta go like we gotta get our seat on that charter and chris was like it doesn't matter no one's getting to new zealand tonight Mm -hmm. and it just they those two teams like trust each other way too much oh yeah (laughs) Like, whatever one team says, the other one's like, oh, okay. Because we're getting towards the end. Like, you could say something like that and try to get to, like, the end, the last three. You know, you could buy your tickets and then just tell the team, oh, there's nothing. And they're like, okay, I believe you. Or just, like, go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just who cares if you have to wait at the airport on the other end? Like, if you have a chance to get ahead, Mm -hmm. still do it. So at the same time, Blake and Paige do rush to the airstrip. Yes. And I'm thinking, oh, they're going to get yeah. there and they're going to have a ticket and they're gonna, it's going to pay off. I mean, that's what he says, too. He's like, I think this is a decision that's going to pay off for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing happens. They just get on the first charter. But, but while they're driving to the charter planes, the other three teams do secure spots on, those, on the flight from Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Adelaide to Melbourne, so they're still in like in Australia. Oh, okay. But there's none left for Blake and Paige, so that they weren't able to get on the same flight. Yeah, Tara and Will start following Blake and Paige to the airstrip, <laughs> and they're like, they don't know where they're going. They're going the wrong way, so they turn around and go back to that payphone that Chris and Alex are at, and Blake and Paige actually did go the right way. Mm-hmm. No, it's just really weird. This little part is weird. Yeah, well, and then because Will and Tara get in a fight, because. Will turned around, and Tara's like, okay, I don't know what you're doing. Will's like, well, what do you want to do? She's like, I don't care. You figure it out. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, I quit. Yeah, and he just sits down in the, at the gas, at the gas station. station. like in the middle. And she's like, can I get another teammate, please? <laughs> they fight a lot on this episode. Yeah. I'm coming to Will's defense here, though. I don't think he was completely at fault. Like, she yeah. was kind of being hard on him. We say negative things about will a lot but tara's not that great either like she's very negative too and she makes mistakes and she is not very nice to will or to other people and she i mean i like her better than will and i always try and root for like the woman on the show but she's the only page page is there too okay Mm -hmm. is it bad that i always forget about blake and page (laughs) no because they're not super memorable but they're they're really smart and they're doing great, but mm-hmm. they just don't stand out to me that much. They're not fighting as much as 
yeah. Will and Tara, and they're not as fun as Danny and Oswald. So <laughs> yeah, they probably get the least amount of screen time of, mm-hmm. and Will and Tara get the most. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's getting annoying, actually. Yeah, that's the least. As we go like. through this episode, I'm like, <laughs> I'm sick so over of it. you guys. <laughs> so that first flight to Melbourne left at two o five with the three teams. Okay, so we have to talk about this because. This was wild to me that Chris and Alex did not seem like they were in any hurry to get on that first charter, even though their flight left at two o'clock. Yeah, they didn't get, they found out through the payphone they couldn't get from Melbourne to Queensland until the next day. But it's like, you still have to get to Melbourne. You're still in the middle of nowhere. Like, they're literally still in the middle of nowhere. The charter flight arrives at the second one that they were on arrives at 12.45. Uh-huh. And then their flight what from Adelaide leaves at 2 o'clock. Yeah. That's an hour and 15 minutes to deplane, get into the main airport, get on your plane, and they just don't even seem to have any worries that yeah. they're not going to miss that flight. I would be a nervous wreck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would also be annoyed if I was them because they were the ones that used the fast forward last episode and they had to travel last episode after they had opened and finished their fast forward they had to be on a plane again yeah so and then this episode they're just like and two hours ahead of people or like an hour and a half and they have to get out on a plane again so that fast forward like didn't do anything it was not very but i feel like all of the fast forwards this season have been that way Mm -hmm. they all happen right before a travel or during a travel and they are not beneficial to anybody they're probably trying to Make it so what happened last season doesn't happen again. The third and fourth place teams are like a day and a half behind the first two teams. But they might be overcompensating a little bit. (laughs) After they land in Melbourne, they all get on the same flight to Christchurch, New Zealand. Yes. So. Uh, Okay. Did you notice there's a scene at 1420? (laughs) You can go stop it. And it's. Blake and Paige, and, like, they're in the background talking about how they, like, they couldn't get on that same flight, but the the image of them getting on the plane two rows in front of them is, is, Chris, is Chris. Yeah, this part was really confusing, because that's what, that's what I thought. They're, like, they can't, yeah, I felt like it was confusing. Yeah, I'm pretty but sure. But there was, like, three flights. They had to go from, like that little town to melbourne to christchurch to to queensland queensland so it's all you don't know who's on what or when but they all kind of just are on the same one but they act like i don't know it was very weird and confusing Mm -hmm. to me and that seems like a lot of flights to how far apart is australia from new zealand (laughs) not very far yeah (laughs) yeah so i was confused because i was like well that's Chris on this flight, but it mm-hmm. says that they're not on the same flight. And then you get the, like the little image of, you know, how the route of the planes that go from Melbourne to Christchurch. Mm-hmm. And then Blake and Paige's flight comes later and they all meet up at the airport in Christchurch. The way that we're explaining this is probably just as confusing yeah. as <laughs> the actual scenes in the show, but they end up all being on the last flight on the same one. Yeah. Because they're, the situation happens where <laughs> they all check their have to check their bags or we're told that they have to check their bags 
but Blake and Paige don't check their bags. They carry them on. Mm-hmm. And everybody is like, what? How are they allowed to do that? And they're not happy about it. No, not at all. <laughs> so when the flight lands and they're getting off the plane, Blake and Paige are at the back of the plane behind everybody. And they do everything they can to stall people from getting off so that their bags can be unloaded. Yeah. This was crazy to me. The fact that Alex like just got on the airplane PA system and was making these announcements and the flight attendants did nothing. They, they were laughing. Care. They were laughing with mm-hmm. them. I was like, this is weird. And this was 2002. Yeah. So this was right after 9-11. Yeah. When, when do you think they filmed it? If it premiered, if it was in May 20, I mean, if it was in May 2002, when do you think they actually filmed it? It would still have been after 9-11. I think so. Filming dates were January 7th to February 3rd, 2002. So it was just a couple months after 9-11. Huh. Yeah, I'm surprised that... But, I mean, they're in Australia. So they're not in America where 9-11 happened. So maybe other countries were Mm -hmm. not as... um, Didn't implement such strict security measures, I guess. Alex was being silly and everybody was laughing yeah. and he pretends to fall down and <laughs> oh no I cannot move <laughs> uh, yeah he's a funny guy but well did kinda... you see did you see the Chris and Alex's bags later there was like a scene of them getting their bags out of the taxi and they're huge <laughs> there's no way they would have gotten away with trying to carry those on yeah. Blake and Paige's bags were not that big yeah like, they were the size of a carry-on true so I wonder if there's a rule about that <laughs> In the Amazing Race Book of Rules. Mm -hmm. Well, they all get off this plane. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of worked because they didn't get off until they saw their bags being Mm -hmm. driven away from the plane. And Somehow, Blake and Paige were last out. Mm -hmm, Because I think they were at the back of the plane. Yeah. That makes a big difference. Um, But they all have to rush to that place called Wentworth Station, which is a farm outside of Queenstown. Yes. But before we move on, let's talk about New Zealand. Okay. (laughs) So New Zealand is located in the southwestern Pacific, so close to Australia. The capital city is Wellington, but its most populous city is Auckland. And there's like a North Island and a South Island. Mm -hmm. This was interesting. This is something I didn't know. Is It is like the last inhabited island by human beings in history. Really? Yeah. What is, how do they word it? It says, the islands of New Zealand were the last inhabitable land to be settled by humans. Which I thought was really interesting. Like, I never thought of that. Only between 1280 and 1350. And they said that's only, like, 40 generations. 40 seems like a lot. But when you talk about year, I don't know. It's just interesting that it was, like, the last inhabited island in the world in history. Yeah, because, like, a lot of those... uh Pacific Islands and, like, Polynesian Islands have been inhabited for, Mm -hmm. like, years, you know, before. So the settlers did come from Polynesia. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And developed the Maori culture. Yeah. And then a Dutch explorer in 1642, obviously we always have to have a colonizer come in, (laughs) Abel Tasman, which I think Tasmania is named after in, like, the Tasmanian Sea. He came from Europe, from Denmark. In 1841, it became a colony of the British Empire. 
like most of the world, and then it gained its independence in 1947. The government is a parliamentary government with a prime minister, but King Charles III is still the country's king. It's very weird to say that. (laughs) He hasn't (laughs) been the king for very long. No. It is the first country to approve the votes for women in 1893, which was, it's like the first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a town, which is the longest town name in the world. Which is, I'm not even, not even going to attempt no, that. No, it's like, it's crazy. It's so long. For every person living in New Zealand, there are 10 sheep. <laughs> Sounds so. like fountain green. <laughs> yeah. It is like a beautiful place with a lot of really different, you know, there's like mountains and Alps and volcanoes and all this stuff. It's And it's a small island. There's like 4.5 million people. So the whole island is less than a lot of cities in the world. Like, the whole country yeah, is less than a lot of cities in the world. And, um, it ranks 13th in the Human Development Index. It was the first country to in- introduce a minimum wage. It seems like a great place to live. Well, let's move to New Zealand. <laughs> I know. This is Jeff's number one. Um, like, anytime I ask him if if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? And it's always New Zealand, so. To see. The Hobbit. Yeah. yeah. The Shire. The Shire. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I, just in general, but that's definitely a plus. I would love to go there. But like we were saying, I think maybe last episode or the one before, getting to Australia or New Zealand mm-hmm. is very difficult. So I think if you do that, you have to do both, like Australia and New Zealand. Like it's just you stay for a month. Yeah, <laughs> you don't just like go to New Zealand. I mean, people do, obviously, but it's expensive to get there and far and yeah, but I would love to go there. Gotta go and take some time. Well, New Zealand, someday. Have we been saying Queensland? Or are we saying Queenstown? I was saying Queensland. Because Queensland is not in New Zealand. It's in Australia. Queenstown is in New Zealand. Really? Queenstown. Hmm. Well, Danny called it Queensburg when he was trying to find flights. He's like, can we get flights to Queensburg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's definitely not right. <laughs> Queenstown. Yeah. So we may have said that wrong a few times. Okay. I was just looking up to see how far away Phil's hometown is from where we're at in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And it's about five and a half hours away. He's from Lincoln, New Zealand, which is um, Christchurch, basically, the Christchurch area. That's cool. Blake and Paige, since they were last out of the airport, they decide that they're going to go for the fast forward. And the fast forward for this leg is to take a speedboat ride on the Shotover River. And they have to search for a flag and then go to the pit stop. We'll come back to that later. Yeah. (laughs) Because the rest of the teams are headed to Wentworth Station, which is a farm. Station is the name, like is the word for farm. In New Zealand. When they get to Wentworth Station, the clue that they receive is to go to the Nevis Highwire platform. And they have a driver in a 4x4 to take them to a gondola up this big old cliff. Mm-hmm. And they take the gondola out to a platform out in the middle of this canyon. And it's very obvious what they're about to do. Mm-hmm. Also... The person who's the most scared, Will, 
on the way there, he pulls out his guidebook or something and looks up what the Nevis High Wire is and yeah. finds out that it's a bungee jump. And he's like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been very clear throughout the season that he's afraid of heights. I did like this um, little segment for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so once they get to this gondola, they... They ride the gondola over to the platform, and on the platform mm-hmm. is the clue. It's, like, taped to the floor. And the clue is a detour, which is quick jump or long hike. It's as obvious as it sounds. <laughs> you can jump off the scary bungee jump. It's the second highest bungee in the world at 450 feet. It did look mm-hmm. massive, like, mm-hmm. very, very high. The other option is long hike, which you hike down. And obviously everybody's jumping. (laughs) Yeah. Even though he's really scared, he does do it. But they jump together, like holding each other. And at first I was like, oh, I wouldn't want to do that. Well, I feel like bonked heads or something. But then when they were actually jumping, I was like, oh, I think I would rather do that. I totally would rather do that. With somebody. Because like the way they're like flip, like, so you go down and then you like come back up and like flip around. I feel like I would like snap my back. The whiplash... (laughs) If I wasn't intense. Yeah, if you weren't like holding on to somebody to like stay stabilize you, you would like break your back. So I I would like to do it with somebody. Yeah. (laughs) If I was gonna do it. I've always said that. Like if I was ever to do a bungee jump, I would I would definitely want somebody to be with me. Yeah, because then you can just kinda like hold on to each other and Mm -hmm. you're not like flailing everywhere. I for some reason I feel like I would rather skydive than bungee jump. I don't know what it is about bungee jumping that Mm. Maybe it's being upside down. I do not like being upside down. Yeah. So just to hang there until you <laughs> like can get un, mm-hmm. um, undone from the rope. I don't think I would do either willingly unless I was on the race. That might I, be the only reason I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I just saw like a TikTok of a guy. He wasn't skydiving, but he was paragliding and his parachute got twisted up <laughs> and he had like a camera on his helmet so it was like showing this whole ordeal and he like got twisted up in all of the strings and then he pulled his reserve parachute out and he like it slipped out of his hand oh my gosh so he had to like find it and it was like floating around too and he finally and then he grabbed the reserve parachute and he couldn't get it open and i don't even know how he finally did but he got it open with like one second to spare that definitely just, I was like, I probably would never do anything like that. Mm-mm. I have children. So <laughs> when you're mm-hmm. single and you like don't have people that depend on you, it's different. But when you have kids. It's, yeah. I think that about a lot of things. There are a lot of things where I'm like, I would have considered that before I had a child. But now I would uh-huh. never consider it. Yeah. Like I'm even, con- I'm even thinking about that. I'm like getting a surgery for my sinuses. And I don't even want to do that. Yeah. The tanning bed. The tanning bed. I'm like, I have not gone to a tanning bed since I've had kids because I'm like, why take that unnecessary risk now? Yeah. It changes you for real. It really does. (laughs) This bungee looks terrifying. Mm -hmm. And even the ones that don't seem like they're that scared, once they get out to the platform, they're like, uh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're all super nervous. Yeah. Alex is going to have a hot attack. (laughs) A hot attack. Yeah, he says that like a million times. <laughs> uh, Will so- looks like he's going to puke. Yeah. In his face, he 
like he's just like so stone faced mm-hmm. and he doesn't say a word and yeah he's it is like the only time that he's not talking <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why we liked it maybe but him and Tara do it and he's proud of himself but right after he says so does that mean we're together now and she's like um no absolutely not <laughs> When they jump, like, the music is all, like, it's, like, sweet and emotional and, like, triumphant. And uh-huh. then they open the clue and the music immediately changes. And it's, like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's it's funny. And she just, like, immediately shut that down. She's, like, nope. Not happening. Um, should we go back to Blake and Paige? Because they do get the fast forward. They mm-hmm. ride the speedboat. They go... It looked like it was going real fast. Oh, yeah. And they got really close to some of those rocks. I know. (laughs) But it didn't look that hard. They just had to look, and the flag was very obvious. It was, like, out in the open, and the clue said to go to the Inverary Sheep Station. There's another station. In Canterbury Plains. And that's 300 miles away, so. Oh, I didn't realize it was that far away. Mm Mm-hmm. So they have to drive themselves. It's a long way. But the clue that the bungee jumpers get also says to go to Inverary Sheep Station. Mm-hmm. So we know that there's going to be another task when they actually get there before the pit stop. Yes. And Blake and Paige were worried that somebody had already done the fast forward when they got yeah, there. Was- but the only other people who can do one is Tara and Will. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, what are, what are, they, what are they waiting for? Because they, they can't, can't use do it, it in the final. Yeah. Or even the one before, can you? I think... I think. So they only have, like, one more leg that they can use it. Okay, this is episode nine. And there's technically two episodes left because 11 is a long one. So I think there's three legs left. Uh So, yeah, they have one more to do it. And they haven't even discussed it or anything Mm -mm. or considered it. No, I don't think so. Maybe they've just been, like, so far... In the the mm-hmm. first half of the teams that they don't feel like they need it. Except for the one time where they almost got Chris and Alex eliminated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because they were the last two teams. But it was a non-elimination. Yeah. I don't know. That is hard to figure out when to use the fast forward. Yeah. And like we just talked about, it doesn't seem like it really makes a difference in the next leg. It's really just if you want to get first place in that yeah. specific leg. Oh, because when Blake and Paige check in, they do win a trip oh, yeah, to, Puerto to Puerto Rico. Rico. So these last few episodes, people are winning trips. So people who use fast forwards at the beginning of the season don't get trips. And <laughs> now you use your fast forward to mm-hmm. get a trip. That's maybe one reason to use it. I guess. But Will and Tara, as they're driving to that sheep farm, are fighting again. They're like, our relationship is just so up and down. <laughs> like, yes, it is. You were just trying to get back together with her, and now you guys are fighting. <laughs> Anyways, they get to that sheep farm or sheep station, and they see that there's a roadblock. And it says to, the person should do it. The person to do it should be ready for a wild and woolly time. And there's a bunch of sheep there. <laughs> yes. And we love this because we, not us personally, <laughs> but our family is a family of sheep farmers. And we've mm-hmm. been around sheep our whole life. I loved this roadblock. Mm-hmm. But we have to go back to Danny and Oswald. 
when they were doing the bungee jump because I loved this <laughs> as they were coming across to the platform and the guy that the operator of the bungee jump is like hey how you guys doing <laughs> and Danny is like clinging to that pole for dear life <laughs> and Oswald says we're wonderful we're ready to lose our lives <laughs> They're like slowly making their way up on this gondola and they, yeah, they're so funny. And when they read the clue, Danny's like, Oswald doesn't want to do it. He's really scared. And Danny's like, we don't have to, if you don't want to, we can walk, you know, but. But he's like, but we should jump. Yeah. (laughs) And they decide to do it. And Chris and Alex are like really supportive of them. They're like, yeah, you guys, I'm glad you chose this one. You know, they're, everybody's nice. And they're, when they jump. Their faces on the, like, on their camera. They, they are closing their eyes as tightly as possible. <laughs> and Oswald is clinging to Danny so hard. They're just, like, death grip. Mm-hmm. But then they start laughing. And it looks like they're having so much fun. And they mm-hmm. even said, like, that was the best experience I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So it would definitely be exhilarating. And, like, you, it would make you feel like you could do anything. <laughs> Will even says, like, on the way to the roadblock, he's like, whatever this task is, I'm doing it. <laughs> he's got, like, a new... Because mm-hmm. every roadblock, he's like, I don't want to do it. You do it. You do it. Mm-hmm. And I think another reason why he said that is because the beginning of this episode, Tara was saying, I do everything. I do everything. You don't do anything. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I'm doing it. <laughs> but what they have to do, the person who's ready for a wild and woolly time... <laughs> There's 22 sheep in a pen, and they have to separate three of the black sheep. There's three black sheep. They have to separate it from the rest of the sheep into a separate pen, which is really hard to do. It is hard, especially (laughs) if you're by yourself. For one person to herd sheep Mm -hmm. is not easy. But what they end up doing is getting more. There's a little pen that you're supposed to get the three black sheep in. They get more of the sheep in there and then just let the white sheep out, Mm -hmm. which works really well. And Will doesn't have like too hard of a time. Well, only because Tara told him to do that. I was just going to say, this is another example of like the teammate telling you what to do during a roadblock. Like, you know, a few seasons down the road, if Tara would have said anything, they would have gotten a penalty. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad they do that because she basically told him what to do. Yeah, because he was... He was kind of struggling, as you would, and Tara is, she's so tickled watching him do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then she was like, why don't you just put them all in the little pen and then, and then (laughs) take the white ones out one at a time. And he's like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what he did and the way that he was able to get the roadblock. So she, even though she didn't do the roadblock, she basically did it. Yeah. She was the one that, I don't know if he would have figured that out on his own if she didn't Mm -hmm. say anything. But the pit stop is right by the sheep pens. Mm-hmm. So they finish the roadblock and they run over and they're team number two. And then Chris and Alex show up. And Chris is the one that's doing the roadblock. And this is where I noticed that the black sheep have long tails, which kind of was weird to me because mm. we're not used to that. But yeah. And, <laughs> and I figured out the title of this podcast episode because chris says hey you oh (laughs) i was like i thought you meant like what they post on the theirs because i think what they post on theirs is i'm ready to die yeah we're ready to lose our lives (laughs) 
<laughs> you mean for ours. Yeah. Yeah. Our podcast title is going to be Hey You. Yeah. E-W-E. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and there's apparently a, a rule in the clue that says you can't like tackle the sheep because oh, he has yeah. to open up his clue and he's like, oh yeah, we can't tackle it. That now. was so funny. He's like, let me double check if I can tackle this animal. <laughs> he's like, nope, I can't. <laughs> I like I like Chris. I think he's funny. Yeah, they're growing on me. Mm-hmm. I've never not liked them. They just, you know, kind of are there. Yeah, they check in as team number three. And then Danny and Oswald show up. And Oswald does the roadblock. And he is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like speaking to them in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching it. Well, because I had my headphones in and... So Jeff couldn't hear what they were saying, but he could like see what was going on on my computer screen and the subtitles. I can't remember what it said. It said like little girl, don't do this or I'll kill you. I don't know something, you know, to that effect. And Jeff is like, wow, this seems violent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When you look at it like that and take it out of context, but he does get the sheep in well, he gets all of the white ones out of the little pen except for one, and he just, like, opens up the fence and lets it out the back way. Yeah, just into the hole. Yeah, he goodbye. <laughs> but that's okay, because they don't, I mean, they don't tell him that he did anything wrong. They yeah. go check in, and they are team number four. As they were walking up to the pit stop, though, did you notice the music? It was, like, it was almost, like, mysterious clown music. I don't even know how to describe it, but the second that music started playing, I was like, this is a non-elimination. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, yeah. I agree. The way they edited it. Edited it. Edited it. Edited it. <laughs> edited it. <laughs> it was kind of obvious. Because also, I don't think Phil even said anything this time about the pit stop. Or, or said, may check in or, or will check in. Yeah. So we didn't know, but they kind of made it obvious with the editing that they it was not an elimination, which is not. So Danny and Oswald are still with us. Oswald almost seemed disappointed that they weren't <laughs> eliminated. I think he's kind of ready to be done, but yeah. also not. They were like laughing. Mm-hmm. They're just, yeah, they're, they're cute. That's all. There's, what else? Okay, so there's no elimination, so there's no post-race. And I, are we going to have one more non-elimination league? Or is that it? If there's, like, three legs left, so next league there will be three. So if somebody gets eliminated in next episode, so it would be episode 10, then that's the final three. And then they still have two legs. One more non-elimination. I wish they, I feel like they do that pretty much every season mm-hmm. like kind of bunch the non-elimination leagues at the end yeah and i kind of like that because it's the stronger teams that are getting saved yeah to have another chance but i also wish they would do more even it out a little bit yeah Has or Stanion- surprise us once that they do non non-elimination on the first leg i yeah has that ever happened <laughs> i don't know not that i can remember i can't remember either have Danny and Oswald been non-eliminated before? <laughs> or is this their first non-elimination league? I don't think so, but I might be wrong. Because I know Blake and Paige have had a non-elimination. And When was theirs? In Australia. Why can I not remember that? When they messed up on that. with When Will and Blake messed up on that big Oh, on, okay, yep. 
Yep. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay. So overall, I don't think this episode was very exciting. No. There was... The first half was traveling. Mm-hmm. And the second half was... They were all in the Pretty same place at the same time. Mm-hmm. And the tasks weren't too hard. They didn't really take long to do any of the tasks. And they nobody was eliminated. So... It wasn't that exciting of an episode. We've been to New Zealand, which we've never been to before yet. Mm-hmm. So that's new. But, yeah, I'm, I'm like, kind of... I'm just... I'm ready for the final. Yeah. If we have three legs left and one of them is back to the U.S., we have <laughs> two more. And we always are trying to, just like, guess where we're going to go. And, and we're always wrong. Well, I was right about Australia. That's true. But other than that, we keep saying they're going to Europe and like they're never going to get to Europe on this Yeah, season. I don't know if they will because that's like a way backtrack now at this point. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they'll go to Canada and then America. Maybe. That's what I'm going to guess. Yeah. Or maybe like a Pacific Island or something. Or maybe like Mexico. Oh, yeah. And then And then the U.S.? Nevada. Is it going to end in Nevada, too? Does it always end in the same city that it starts? I don't think it does, does it? I think it does. I'm not sure if it does. I'm going to look it up. I'm okay. going to just Google that exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's see if there's just a Amazing Race starting line cities. Okay, so season one is New York, season two is Las Vegas, season three is Everglades, Florida, season four is LA, season five is LA, season six is Chicago. Amazing race finish line. So, no. Cities. But don't look, because... Why? I mean, the answer is no. I can already tell you. Okay. Because I see finish line cities, and those ones you just mentioned are not... Are not the ones? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's good to know. Is there anything else that we need to say? Except no. for follow us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Follow us on social media. Our Facebook group is The Amazing Race Podcast. Our Instagram is at The Amazing Rewatch. And our email address is The Amazing Race. No, The Amazing Rewatch <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah, and we would love to hear from you guys. So email us or leave comments and reviews and rate the podcast, share it with your friends, all that good stuff. We're down to just a few episodes left and we're very excited. I love getting to this part of the season Mm -hmm. when it's super intense. It's all good teams left. You Just the anticipation of the finish line is Mm -hmm. very exciting. So we're almost there. So we will see you next time for episode 10. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.